listening to the Grail Hunters Australia Comics Podcast. Australia podcast. You'll notice we've made a few changes with the intro, and that is pretty much just me not being a lazy asshole. The song featured in the intro is called Mars by the band Torrential Thrill, Melbourne band, and Steve Boyd, Grellander's member, on bass. It's absolutely fucking amazing, and I'm really addicted to it. I'm fucking over the moon, and as a result, for the next few episodes, we'll be using the song as an outro, the full song, end to end, so you can love it as much as I do. So look out for that at the end of every episode. Love you guys. So, episode nine, what a fucking world we live in, right? I think yes. three weeks ago, we were at Supernova in a crowd of yep. 15,000. Nobody gave a shit. Yep. And uh, yeah, the world's two like weeks we, now, we're, we're all positive for coronavirus. <laughs> if anything, I am fucking refund rich. I'm getting my, my download money. I'm getting my Gab's money. I'm getting my fucking, all the refunds of all the tickets that I bought for the next 12 months. Everything's coming back. Iron Maiden, like San Diego. But you know what? You're San not Diego going to go ahead. Consolation. You know, you're oh. not going to be rich in memories. You're Life literally going to sit at home. Life experience. <laughs> you <laughs> need memories when you have line. money. <laughs> it is the silver lining, isn't it? But tell me you wouldn't you wouldn't rather your hundred bucks back or seeing Bruce shredded on stage. Come on. I've never. I'll take my money back. You're right. and honestly, no, no, honestly, man. I, I lived. I lived on. Live after death for so many years. I've never seen Iron Maiden live. It would have been, you know, awesome. But you know, it's just postponed. So you're gonna to have to come with me because Kill Switch Engage is opening for them, and it's gonna be a good yeah. fucking show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, are we staying safe? That's the important thing. I'm safe. Yeah? I'm safe. I'm safe as can houses, mate. Um, yeah, yeah. So we are isolating. This is the first for us, episode nine, and uh, we're all in different locations. But it's also a good proof of concept, right? Because sooner or later, we're going to have foreign correspondents and people from Western Australia that might as well be foreign joining yeah. us on the podcast, and then um, we'll know this works or it doesn't work, right? So. Um, we might just be talking to ourselves like episode three, four, and five. Who knows? <laughs> oh, who knows, man? But it's um, it's New World Order, man. It is the world that we live in now. Yeah. Better I don't think we should delve into it too much. Oh, I, think, I, I, I think it's enough. Yeah, yeah. It's just more about the things we love and the impact it's got. That's more than anything. Absolutely. Right? I, I think... Um, Do whatever keeps us going, man. Do whatever yeah. keeps us going. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And people aren't going to listen it's, to us too fucking... People aren't going to listen to us to listen to fucking Corona updates. That's for sure. No, no, they get enough of that shit everywhere else. So we'll, exactly. we'll touch on the salient points that we need to, but the rest is all going to be joy and harmony. Let's recognize the fact that we're not touching each other on the podcast for the first time, mm-hmm. but I'm sending you dick pics. So it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> we are docking as we speak. <laughs> but it's so big. I'm docking with myself. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, um, you know, I, so I think dude, this come is on. Tell, tell me first, right? Obviously, we're going to have to have 40-minute episodes because that's the length of recordings. So I should probably start fucking timing this. What was your takeaway from Supernova? Because it's the first time you went, right? What did you think of it? Like the people, the crowd, the, the experience? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of um, a lot of elves, you know? There were a lot, <laughs> a lot of elves. <laughs> <laughs> that's but, a good takeaway. Uh, Perhaps, perhaps my 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 vision of, of reality was was painted by by social media and 
super hot chicks in latex, you know. Um, no, no, I, I look, I, for, for me, the initial <laughs> feeling was, was despite who you were, what you looked like, what you, what were you, you, into, you find a space there. Yeah. It was a sense of community with everyone, you know, yeah. there was, there was no judgment and that's what I like, you know, I like that the, there's that sort of freedom to be who you want to be, you know? Yeah. So that was yeah. my takeaway from it. Yeah. yeah. Look, I think, I think thinking back now, it feels like a year ago, but thinking back at that point in time, there was already like a Corona scare. So we, yeah. we were all walking around saying it's not as full as it should be, but we didn't yeah. live in a world where people aren't allowed to do it. Right. So for me, um, knowing where supernova comes from it was actually still bigger um there were more things to do there were more corporates like marvel and and um, nintendo and things like that which actually invested in space and actually gave people an experience to take away which is nice i really enjoyed it and obviously um us doing our podcast there and um getting to meet some of the creators we love that was fun it was really really good absolutely look look uh, for me it was um it was a red letter day you know you go on there and I think despite what the outcomes were, you know, we were like the closing ceremony of Supernova 2020, let's be honest. Oh, 100%. Um, 100%. But uh, it's it just, just a thrill to seeing your name, you know, on the on the list of seminars and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I really, really enjoyed it. That's all I can say. Yep. No, that's good, man. And yourself, Mike, you, you've been around the block a few times. You've seen Supernova, you've seen Armageddon and Oz Comic Con grow as they do. What do you think? You just went on the Sunday, yeah? yeah? I think that, yeah, so I just did the Sunday, and I think that it was it was more busy than what I thought it would be, uh, you know, taken into the coronavirus. Obviously, that would bring people down, but, you know, uh, sometimes numbers for these conventions, be it Supernova or Oz Comic Con, can, you know, dip and dive and, yeah. and then go back up. But I, I was surprised with the amount of people taking in that it was a Sunday and not the Saturday as well. So yeah, true. I think true. it was it was positive seeing that it seemed to I guess at least compared to the last couple of years it seems to have like spiked. So that's good. That's good, man. And I I do think uh, we're getting into a position in Australia where sooner or later, maybe five or six years from now, we'll have one dominant Comic Con or Comic Convention or Comic Experience. I think so too. And yeah. um, whoever 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 wins has got to be big because Australia is getting used to being spoiled with multiple in a year. So they've got to pull their socks up and do what they need to do. Right. And I think supernova is doing it right at the moment. So yeah, good on them. Good on them. Well, shout out to them. They took a chance on letting Ben in. That's good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He had to have a working with children's check first. though. had to come back negative. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. that, that was, it was good fun, and I think we had a um, you know a very receptive crowd when we were in. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Um, but I do I do like the experience and opportunity that this brings to us because I, I I thought that you know while people are people are in lockdown and sitting at home and being isolated and quarantined or whatever you know, fucking call it, they can listen to this and also join in the conversation. I think this will likely bring us an opportunity where we can where we can do it more often shorter episodes, more often episodes, and get people to get involved. Just hang out. So it'd be fun. Just quickly, that guy over your left shoulder, is that a cameo or a first appearance? If you Which one? Me? Oh, that, that's the cover of the first appearance. <laughs> that's the cover of Hulk 181 right there behind me. Okay. So what, what are you drinking? Well, we're supposed to be doing beer reviews. You, you're having a wine? Like Dan Murphy's, I, they had quotas. You know, this is the reality of the world we live in now. 
of um, you know, three cast, uh, three three cases of wine or three three um... <laughs> three cases. Oh, sorry for you. <laughs> so Ben was like, "I'm going back tomorrow." Then <laughs> only, That's it. Only, Panic! 30, only Panic! thirty-six bottles. <laughs> he started um, trading toilet rolls for it. Like, yeah. like, check this out, right? My beer, because you guys aren't here. I got Stomping Grade IPA. I just finished my Kaiju since we started. I got my usual watermelon crush, which is usually my starter, but I missed out on it. So I'll drink mm-hmm. that next. And then I've got uh, Social Beast. Matt Sutton sent me a six pack from New South Wales. So it's probably <sighs> got some sort of fucking virus on it, but I'll drink it. <laughs> <laughs> the epicenter of Australia. That's it. And Euro's Gold, the bushfire relief beer. That's good. Yeah, I've got three of them left. I ordered a case online from Orcas. They're really good. It's a good lager. It's so a, really good for a lager. Yeah, where we're kicking off, lads. What's what's our first so, item? The, leg- the legacy of um, Supernova, just closing that out, is the, probably the one, the most fun purchase I've ever made. We spoke about it on the day. We touched on it. And we, promised, we promised we'd show people online, but we didn't get to it. But I've just got to <laughs> just got to bring this oh, into into display. I don't know where you get less glare. Number one, it, redacted yeah, like version. That. So X-Men <laughs> redacted version. It's got a bit of glare there, but uh, as you can see... <laughs> that some... actually works in its favour. Yeah. So there's some gloss enamel on that corner. It's got some severe trimming. It's got tape in the middle. There's tape running over the X-Men name over there, but it's also blacked out tape. So technically, if you pull that off, there might be original cover under it. Oh, yeah, you're going to pull that off. No, no, I'm I not. think you should try. <laughs> Wait Next till I drink the four beers. We get him to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I dare you. I dare you. <laughs> I dare me not to. And then at the back there, it looks like somebody, um, I don't know if you guys can see that. There used to be a hole there. So somebody cut a hole in the back cover and then just taped it shut. So it's a, <laughs> It's a very interesting, very interesting first appearance of X Men, but it's still the first appearance of X Men, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think that actually counts. We, we talked to the experts in the day at Supernova, and they said they would buy it in a heartbeat for what you did. Oh, look, so. it, it, old, old Norm at uh, Fats Comics said if he knew that it was there, he'd buy it from under my ass while I wasn't looking. So it, it shows you it's, uh, it's a good buy because it was a good price. Old uh, Phil at Evil Empire is always always good for a haggle, even if it's just a little bit. But um, I ended up getting a really, really good price for it. And we always, I'm just going to share something with you guys, right? Oh, this could take 40 minutes because I'm drunk. It could too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so when, whenever we talk about CGC census and grading and stuff, this is, this is what we talk about because not a lot of people have access to the site or subscribe to it. But what it does give you is... The, the last sale price by grade and then obviously i mean last fucking 9.8 was sold nine years ago because they're rare as hen's teeth but when you come down to the decimal point in there i missed or not ah, 40, <laughs> 49, no no that was it um when you come to the commoner grades where people can afford shit like you yeah. see you see four thousand three thousand two thousand yeah. keep on scrolling and we'll get to yours eventually yeah yeah we're there, we're there. <laughs> 0.5 so there's a 0.5 incomplete right and incomplete is usually there's a page missing or something. And there's a 0.5 incomplete with trimmed pages. And then there's the 0.5 that's full. So you can literally just, and you can that's see. USD, yeah. Hey. USD, obviously. Yeah, it's US dollars. It's US dollar census. But this always shows you where those books lie over the market, right? 
So when, when you get a book like that and you know what the market price is and you know, you know it's only going to go up, none of these, none of the original keys go down. Silver Age keys, first appearances, they're only ever going to go up. Yeah, so it'd be con- interesting is to overlay those prices with the, um, oh, you know, like NASDAQ or something like that. Or, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Nikkei where, and see, where, see, where, where the stock market, they have a severe fucking hemorrhage. And yeah. the comics, <laughs> the comics that are actually assets sitting in some some person's safe doesn't. It's a different yeah. story. So to I'm look putting at, my look super at into comics. Self managed super fund, yeah, man. But just buy some fucking comics. Yeah, why not? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the thing is, is this that um, what did that guy say? Um, I think it's a mutual friend of ours, Troy Vernon. Share Troy if you're ever listening to this. Is that he posted a quote because he's a heavy um, uh, crypto trader. Yep. That is uh, that we uh, we both know. He does very very well for himself. He he, he coaches others on on trading crypto. He's very in touch with all of the markets. And he, he he posted a quote the other day that said something along the lines of, uh, "When there's blood in the streets, buy even if it's your blood." You know, so yeah, everything's yeah. going to be. But but that's be- what in 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 a market like today, people like a lot of corporates are halting trade because they know that that's what's going to happen. People panic sell and then other opportunists buy. And they don't want that to happen. But I do think you know, in the comic sense, we're a little bit more immune to it. The only thing that fucks us over with an economy like this is the falling dollar, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The yeah, asset, if you think about the assets we own as comics, all of a sudden they go up in value in Australian dollars and some of them become unaffordable. Like books that were $700 two years ago are now $1,100, but they might not have increased in US dollar value. So they become an unaffordable in US dollar, Australian dollars because of that, that drop in value of currency, but it's kind of a false economy. The last thing I will do though is in a situation like this where it's 59 cents to a dollar is buy big keys in US dollars because that, that'll be yeah. fucking terrifying. Because we, yeah. we now pay GST on top of that. And um, in, in the business I'm in, the work I do, the foreign freight carriers, FedEx, DHL, and all those guys, they actually add a corona levy. They add yeah. a levy to prioritize your shipping because of the fact that there's a backlog. And yeah. if you want your shit, you pay more. That's it. Yeah. So, so imagine having to pay US dollars for a book that all of a sudden is way far away from parity, plus GST, plus levy, plus imports import freight it's just yeah it's killing you man it's good to yeah sell. it's good to sell, sell to the us course. but it's because you're selling you're making up any of the margins that you lost over the you know the i guess the downturn in the market yeah that that's 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 the real difference there as as well as so yeah yeah but and interesting uh, it's the old the old uh, chinese or gypsy curse depending on what um book you subscribe to may you live in <laughs> So um, I think just just as a footnote to that is, and I know we didn't talk about, we, we, we said we were going to talk about this, but this is something our generation or even that generation of our fathers haven't had to deal with this, you know? This is this is going back sort of 50 years to this type of... Um, oh, man, it's once in 100 years. I mean, Spanish yeah. flu and fucking Black Plague, 1820, 1920, and now it's 2020. It is just, yeah. um, it's not something you experience twice in your life, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, we hope not, yeah, well, if it fucking happens again, I've got enough toilet paper for six months. <laughs> I learned from, learned from, no, 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 not now, but next time because I learned from my mistakes. Because my, my plan A was I'll shit at work. My plan B was I'll shit at the gym. And plan C is hold it in. <laughs> look, look, the thing about this is you can always hose your ass, but you can't eat toilet paper. That's my 
What's on the map? Uh, I do forget that you can still shit in your toilet. <laughs> <laughs> he started shitting in the shower. <laughs> and then before you just maneuver the crap down the plug hole with your toe. <laughs> Not my toe. I use a lot of stuff. the smell. It seems to aerate it all. You know what I mean? Just hold your breath for two minutes and you'll be fine. All right. So, look, I'm going to move to the next thing. I'm still sharing my screen. I think yeah, I am. Yeah, no. this is awkward. <laughs> so I'll put my pants back up. Um, so the next thing is, right, Diamond fucking over the world. And we spoke about this two, three episodes ago where Diamond is the highest risk in the supply supply chain. They, mm-hmm. they, they own distribution and they own and decide how the comic shop should behave. So they just cut off the entire world saying, oh, we're going to call it, we're not shipping after this weekend. So regardless of whether the publishers publish, print, they're not going to ship. And regardless of whether the comic shops prepay them three months in a row, because the comic shops buy, buy now for June, right? The comic shops buy yeah. seven, eight, nine, ten months. And they've already got the capital. And they say, oh, we're done. We're, we're hitting pause. So the publishers are fucked. Comic shops are fucked, and we don't get any books. And the last thing we want to do is have our comic shops go down, right? This is the worst. This, well, this is the worst case scenario, really, because it's once again, everyone. It, it's yeah, yeah. It's just that these big businesses are securing their own position for the new world order. Once we come out of the the the, the tail end of this corona bullshit, they're looking after them without looking after everyone else that's attached to the community. So you see this quite often throughout you know, this this um, cataclysm that we're having at the moment is that big corporations are turtling up and leaving, you know, average Joes out in the cold. Um, That's exactly what's happening, man. And yeah. average Joes are people we love because we've known them for years. Yeah. It's people who go out of the way to give us what we want. I don't give a shit about the distributors. They are built on the people. You know what I mean? They're built on people that make this community. Without the people that make this community, without people buying because they have financial security, those guys are screwed anyway. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense to me. So, but I'm 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 naive to a lot of these things in this world. Well, I think that. I think stores are screwed at the moment because, for instance, from experience, I learned a lot about shipping my own books, you know, throughout uh, Australia and worldwide and stuff. And I think that we have the short end of the stick. Shipping here and shipping from here is more expensive than pretty much anywhere else. Mm. In saying that, though, like, for instance, if a publisher does go to print and print, you know, the next Batman issue or Superman or whatever, if they want to get to stores, they could potentially look at doing self-distribution. In saying that, though, what sort of fees is that going to cost for a store that has to pay each individual publisher a distribution fee? You know, like, if they turn around and... Say, oh, look, you've got to pay DC X, you know, thousands of dollars to get your 100 copies of Batman. You've got to pay Marvel another thousand for Spider-Man, Image, Dark Horse, IDW, and it goes on. You're paying something like at least 10 different publishers for a book that, or for books that come out on a weekly basis, and you're paying it, you know, if they do the same sort of thing, three months in advance, where... Nothing's saying that, for instance, you know, knock on wood, that what's to say that printers don't exist or that they have to shut down and then we but that's have the thing. to rely can, on can, digital. Can I, tell you, can I tell you, that's the thing. I mean, neither, neither the big, none, none of the big companies 
or even the small companies have come out to say they're going to stop printing. They want to keep printing to schedule because it's a commodity for them, right? Every every book they print is a $3 bill or a $4 bill, but it's not going to go anywhere. It's going to pile up in boxes somewhere because they haven't stopped printing. Now, the dilemma is that the comic shops, we know they were doing pre-orders for Batman 92, which is a June comic last month. So, so comic shops have ordered that at mass and it's never going to get printed or it's going to get printed four months from now. And who's sitting on the money? Diamond and dc you know it's and the comic shops are out of pocket the 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 guys like me and you and and mike haven't gone there to buy it yet because it's only three months from now but the comic shops are sitting with a hole in their bank account because they've paid for stuff that'll never show up like like i said i'm not an economist or anything of the sorts but but who can afford it the most you know is it is it the guy that's going from from literally month to month owning a comic book store or is it you know, Diamond Comics. So, Diamond. Who can absorb? Who can absorb this? The the the, the benefit. The, the reason Diamond is in the spot to do what they've done is they've got a supply chain success in both directions. They've got comic shops buying from them, but they've got printers, publishers, toy companies all paying them to distribute. So they've got they've got revenue from two directions coming in, and if you think we we think from a comic world perspective, but you got sideshow collectibles, you got pop vinyls, you got all those things get distributed via a single company called Diamond. If Diamond shuts down, go one step up that supply chain. None of those guys have an avenue to get their stuff to stores. I know retail oh. stores are closing down and and going into lockdown, but what about? What about stores and and direct sales? There's nothing coming out of that. So so yeah, manufacturing that, alts, right? Manufacturing alts. That's the problem. We're going yeah. to see some stores shut down for sure. As much as it sucks to say it, I think we're 100% going to see. I, there's going to be stores that can't afford to hold off or only like live off trades or something like that and try and get through, let's say, three or four months or even six or 12 months. Yeah. yeah. If you ask Donald oh, Trump, Donald, Donald Trump says America will be back online in three weeks, but we know it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be at least exactly. fucking July, right? It's not going to happen. Yeah. No, I think it's going to be July, August, maybe. And, yeah. and, um, yeah. And that's to say that, as well like that's not saying that even if this is i guess sorted or uh you know like people are getting back on their feet with this then we have to play catch up stores have to play catch up diamond has to play catch up so for instance mistakes are going to happen there's going to be delays there's going to be everything so it's going to be like an extra couple of months even after things start returning to normal before we're getting books on a weekly basis or anything like that. Yeah. And it's, it's sure. not, it, it won't spike. It's going to gradually, gradually scale up. They said, they said on the news today, because yeah. I work from home, right? And um, I don't know, I like train wrecks. So I, I watched Fox News <laughs> for a while. Said, <laughs> yeah. Better than Channel 10, brother. It's better than Channel 10. You know what I mean? 3.4 yeah. million Americans registered for unemployment in 24 hours. 3.4 million. Yeah. So, so even if Diamond starts shipping again, the guys who used to buy won't have money to buy comics. And I know Australia is a fucking... We, we are a speckle on the radar. But it's going to impact yeah. everyone. 
because titles we like now because the majority of the purchases come from America will be cancelled because America can't afford it. Things like that. There's a lot of things that's going to happen and impact our world. And we're moving into a new world where everybody's going to tie their shoestrings a little bit to to make it work. What and do I you just, think? I just hope to God that the comic shops we love and support and the guys who give us what we want and buy shit from that fills our houses are going to be there at the end of it. What yeah. do you think publishers are going to do with, uh, let's say, writers and artists? Like, you know, obviously they tend to work a couple of issues ahead. You know, what, like six issues ahead generally. I don't. But I don't think Marvel. How- I don't think Marvel, DC, Image, IDW, or Dark Horse are have. They're not cash strapped. I think. I think they're going to continue doing what they do. They're going to stockpile issues and just get shit done in advance where we now see delays every six weeks or seven weeks with Jim Lee trying to draw something, we'll actually fucking get the comics on time. Um, yeah, I think, do you think that we're going to get a bog lot? Like, are we going to get, you know, the next six issues up. of Batman on one shot? Or do you I was, think that I was they're talking, just going to... I was talking to, to All-Star Comics today. I'm like, and my offer, my offer was, I can just pay as you go because I know the books will arrive anyway. So assume the books arrive, I'll pay for it. And they said DC or Marvel can't confirm that the books are still being printed. Mm-hmm. So, so there is a bit of strain on that, I think. Um, it, it, really, it really comes down to how close to the wind that each of these companies sail. You know what I mean? If they've got some reserves, they can absorb this type of stuff and continue on. But if they're... Um, if they're managing sort of like a, um, a predicted income uh, as a business model, yeah. you know, and yeah. it just goes up overnight yeah. as it has I, done. It depends now, on the, it d- depends on their approach, I guess, because if they dep- approach it as a business unit under a conglomerate, then they might mm-hmm. be strained. But considering Disney is owned by Marvel, who prints their own fucking money, yeah, oh, yeah, I guess, and yeah. AAPT and, and Warner and, Brothers owns DC. They 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 don't they don't need money. You have to presume so, wouldn't you? You know what I mean. Yeah. But this is but, but what it's going to see is the publisher of five, six, and seven down the chain. They're going to worry. They're going to have problems. I'm not talking. Not even image. It, image it will brings, be fine. It brings me this question though. So, for instance, do you think any comic series? And I mean, like, I'll for the sake of it, I'll just say across all publishers. Do you think there's going to be any ongoing comic series? won't make a return do you reckon they're just gonna like cut now and just go like you know what it had a good run i hope so yeah we don't know i hope so (laughs) (laughs) they can get rid of like one of the 27 batman series okay i think it was episode six or seven we talked about brick and mortar and we said the way the industry can survive is if they consolidate their ip and not dilute it don't have seven batman titles just have two fucking good ones don't have don't have a dude from fucking Milwaukee draw it and a dude from Philippines write it and a dude from just so that you can get something out. Get your best talent on a book, where the, regardless of yeah. who they are, and actually make it make a buck from it. But but I think, this, I think that, that would the work. Principle, too. The principle for them they they having they're at the point where they're happy to have ten issues that sell fifteen thousand rather than one issue that sells two hundred thousand, and that's and I think, my I think mind. it would become. If they made it that, like you said, they're like 10 issues, half a dozen issues or anything like that. Let's just say they had, they stopped doing bi-monthly, they stopped doing weekly, they go to just monthly. Yeah. And if they had anywhere from six to 10 issues for each publisher, as if people wouldn't go nuts for them going, well, that's all I've got. Yeah, one X-Men title a month. Everybody will fucking read it. Now they've got 18. You know. Who the fuck is? Yeah. I mean, and you think about it, if let's just say you consider yourself a Marvel fan, 
you know, you could go and get each and every title each month if you want. Like, you know, Marvel would pretty much have it set that, okay, yep, you read everything from X-Men to Spider-Man to Ghost Rider, sorted. You know, you don't have to worry about Spider-Gwen's miles and everything else in between that just, you know, has its own little niche sort of market. Um, And they can do things with the characters like Squirrel Girl and like chuck her in an Avengers issue or something like that. Just go get But not new, 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 new warriors or fucking whatever they're doing, man. It's terrible. Yeah, exactly. Like they're doing all different things. I did see like, for instance, like DC are doing... Sorry, I wish you guys could smell the garlic. I just burped. (laughs) (laughs) You know, DC's doing a comic now based on a show and a manga like a Japanese cartoon, like RBWY. Like, we're getting into these things where it's like, but that's not DC. Oh, yeah, but this is DC printed fucking supernatural comics at one stage, so. Exactly, yeah. I've got my Sawa's beer now, so I might go quiet. And before I go quiet... I'm I'm, I'm, I'm empty, and my my bottle of wine is in another room. Um, I know, my beers are in the fridge in another room. I think, I think well, one to remember is, I'm know. drinking I'm drinking in my beer room. <laughs> <laughs> See, Ben and I had made rookie mistakes right there. Yeah, like our alcohol is in another room. Mike, yeah. I I asked you how many beers do you have? You like one. So I was like, he's doing the sober. <laughs> <laughs> like, when I, have I, I ever done this sober? I wanna <laughs> I, I wanna I ask know, you. That was the unique experience for me for Supernova was Hey, sober Mike. Sober Mike. Ben, I'm like, oh God, I'm sober. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be so boring. Uh, I've, got a, I've got a question for you, Ben, but uh, in case you want to go get a wine before it, it is. No, I want two okay. seconds. Are we doing right. beers? Right, yeah, yeah, go beer run. I'll, I'll entertain people. <laughs> See you later, Mike. Ben, so my question to you, right? And this is something we spoke about, ironically, at uh, Supernova. The way of the future, right? Mm -hmm. Esports. Esports. Esports, right? Yeah. I went to, when I was in America in 2009, like like nine months ago, um, esports was on a fucking curve like this. They were. It's like a corona curve, man. I tell you, you, they had an ESPN channel dedicated to virtual sports. Where like, I, it is I, I, people I, I, like I, I, me and you yeah. and fucking Speakman competing against yeah. each other, and there's gambling, there's interviews. It's just like a real yeah. sport. And yeah. you look at the environment today where we can't watch anything except fucking horse racing for some reason because there's money in it. Mm. Imagine if esports was on TV today and we could partake in this, right? To answer so, your question, Neville. Um, yeah. I think that that um, look, look, it's still it's still suffered from it because I think that there's been a reach into the virtual world to the real world. I can speak from experience with my family because my my son recently got his dream job. He's in his early twenties. He is uh, he he scored a job working for Fortress. He's throughout his whole life he has been an esports fan. You know, yeah. Um, that place so, is awesome. Yeah, he's been into uh, World of Warcraft. Um, and he plays a lot of League of Legends. That's his thing. Yeah. So he got this job at this new esports venue. It's probably the biggest one that's opened in Melbourne um, to date. And they, they, they open for like a week and then stuff hit. So I feel so Not bad. even. No, not even. For it's all timing, the eh? 
so much money into this and then they got all their ducks in a row and then something completely out of their control um, yeah, flashed up. So they've, um, they've done the same thing that most companies have is turtled up as much as they can. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, yeah. it, it's understandable in the environment we're in, right? But yeah, I mean, it's harsh for them though. Oh, because they had the timing was just they, terrible for them because they haven't had they had a few days of income on top of all of the yeah they pumped into that, and then all of a sudden shut down. Yeah. You know? So yeah. on top well, of but, but some... the next step though, next step is offsite. You do the same thing out of yeah. the comfort, comfort of your own home, sponsored yeah. or procured by them via channel where streaming's free and there's adverts and like. Think about UFC. Well, they do that everywhere. Do that <laughs> already, you know, long yeah, before. Yeah, but not as a professional sport. Not where we people can. Yeah, they do. Listen yeah, to I, me. They... We're not doing it now, where you can bid on Neville to play Scorpio in Mortal Kombat. No. Yes, you can. Bet easy, do it right now. Neville <laughs> playing Scorpio. Well, why aren't I making millions? I'll put, I'll put five dollars. Well, firstly, because you could. <laughs> well, I'm putting it on anyone else because the character's name is Scorpion, not Scorpio. You Zodiac killer. You. <laughs> like, 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 he's like, stay over there. No, but <laughs> stay over there. One point five meters. I was going to get. <laughs> I was going to go to Fortress the week after it closed. You know, it opened on a Friday. And I was like, well, fuck, I can't. Yeah, but you're so casual, Mike. You're so casual in your life. You probably went anyway. (laughs) (laughs) It was close. I just sat there and pretended to play. This is a public service announcement to notify the listeners that at this point in time, Ben had to leave the desk to empty his bladder and fill his wine glass. He came back reinvigorated and changed the subject completely. Enjoy. You could flaunt them, Dr. Chance, if only you could speak Hovitos. We're cutting that from the podcast. <laughs> Come on. Oh, no. <laughs> That's the teaser trailer for the podcast. <laughs> hey, man. Absolute control. I'm telling you, it's not for, it's not for novices. But um, I have. Um, you seem to know how to like hide your shit when you do it in the shower, pretty good. <laughs> double stomp. The double that stomp. That came from my cat who had a <laughs> double habitual habit of shitting in my shower right over the plug hole. So <laughs> don't blame me, cats. <laughs> All right, let's let's go to question time. <laughs> Can we each take a question? The recommend recommendations for trade paperbacks are similar worth reading. Like what are you I'm reading, definitely. Mike? Yeah. So I'm uh, gonna say, I'm gonna say Ben reads the back of the bacterial gel. Yeah, that's the only thing. Yeah, he's just gonna read like he's gonna read like a Toy World catalog or something. I think shit. I think speaking <laughs> well read. Dead, man. No more Toy World. Get out of the past, Mike. Come on. <laughs> toy World is now like the reject shop for toys. <laughs> Look at Neville. <laughs> it went dark. <laughs> I don't know. I would say anyone if, during this time, especially, I would always say my recommendation would be Why the Last Man. <laughs> like, and it just seems pretty apt right now, to be honest. Have you read all of it? Or yes, yeah. Have you actually? Yeah, it's good. Good, yeah. good series. <laughs> Have you actually? No, I got past my issue and just gave up. <laughs> yeah, yes, you like you like open ended stories, right? <laughs> 
what is the name of the main character in this story? I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, so I'd probably say anyone should just get on to it. Does it have to be like current, like happening right no, now? No, no, just, just a good read, man. Good read, good read. Sweet Tooth is a pretty good one to read. Pretty dark, yep. but good as well. Uh, and then I guess more on like the superhero sort of fighting side of things and getting it away from something that's really bleak would be Invincible. Invincible probably going to be my favorite okay. superhero comic of all time. Yeah. And there's a oh. lot to read. There's something like, um, I think, 28 volumes. Oh, I forgot. Probably the best two trades I've read recently. Best three. Deadly Class. Get on that. There's eight volumes out of Deadly Class. Redneck <clears throat> and Baby Teeth. Okay. Yeah. I would all say good. for, Get me, those for me, um, Sex Criminals. Amazing. Um, of course, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Especially when you go get it signed by Tom Taylor. <laughs> so Ben, can you give me the pitch of what you think Sex Criminals is about? Um, <laughs> Joseph Fritzl. <laughs> Does it involve a holes? I don't know. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're loving Sex Criminal now. <laughs> All right, let's end it there. there goes every rugby player. <laughs> the Hopawati. <laughs> no, no, no. I profess some ignorance to the actual uh, content of Six Criminals. Okay, we'll we'll wait for the movie. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> All right. Steve Reynolds asked, um, "Would you rather buy a bad copy of a comic you don't have, or save up for a good one?" Bad copy. Bad copy. Because obviously he he's a collector of silver to he bronze. Realized right? he's asking this question to a guy who just bought a. 0.5 graded. <laughs> I'm not even 100% sure that is an expert one. <laughs> I'm going to let Neville lead this conversation. Neville, what's your answer to this, mate? Oh, man, just wait. <laughs> Don't buy that bad copy. <laughs> look, look, it's just wait. Don't go anything under a 9.0. <laughs> No, the thing is for me, I um to be more truthful, I put my put a bar for myself to say um by age of comic, like I would succumb to a grade. So for modern modern books, if I'm buying something that's a key or collectible, I would not go under very fine, which is eight, right? Silver and gold, I don't care. I just want to fucking buy it. I just want all of them. Well that that is me. That's my uh that's my opinion, my humble opinion. <laughs> One of the questions we got from Jaden actually is, um, do we think the market will boom or crash? And it, short term, I think it might suffer for two or three months from hesitation. But I also do think there's a lot of um, a lot of people in America who's going to get some money in their account because of Donald Trump, and they'd be like, "Give me a key for a thousand bucks because I've got free money." It is yeah. what it is, man. I don't I don't necessarily think any pain we have because of this is going to be a long term thing. It'll redefine the landscape from an economical perspective, but for comics and collectivity, I think we'll be fine. I think um, yeah, yeah. December think, we're going to be like, whew, we're through it. I do think that probably it will, it will. Um, there'll be a little bit of um, of a separation between the haves and the have-nots. There'll be the people that who who are comfortable and can manage, and the people that can't. You know, and the people that can't will probably look at liquidifying things that they see as um, as luxuries, you know, just to make ends meet. Yeah. But I, I hope that, that that's fleeting because I I, I just just think that the, the, this whole thing should be a lot more egalitarian 
and not not so much about you know social and wealth status and that we're all in this together and i'd hate to see people who um who have treasured things that they have to sell yeah in order sure. to survive you know yeah yeah um, and and, and really sure i'll it, buy them cheap if if uh, you ever have to sit back in a quiet moment, Ben, and wonder why you're on the podcast, you just use the word egalitarian. No, oh, there we go. Thank you very much. <laughs> because I know all about comics. That's for sure, my friends. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. Uh, and and the thing is, like, it's a bigger picture thing. Right? Don't don't panic sell, especially in Australia, where we kind of looked after really well in Australia, right? Um, and I, do, I do think that it is a short-term pain and we'll get through that. Um, it is, it is what it is. I don't, I don't think the market will crash. I think we'll see a dip, but we won't see a crash. We'll see a dip and a, re- a correction. Same as the dollar. The dollar went to, down to 54 cents US mm-hmm. and then back to 60 in a week. It's what's going to happen. It's uh, the proofs in the pudding really. Today is, is, is lucrative times for the day trader, is all I can say. You know what I mean? So yeah. a volatile market will, um, will, will, will give an advantage to a lot of people. But uh, I think as long as you have long-term goals, which is, you, you know, your, your sight is cast five or ten years in the future, I think you'll be right. Yeah, uh, that's, that's a very, very safe way of looking at it, I think. I think it's Absolutely. a very safe way. Mike, next question. Questions from Dave Goey. Will this oh, move people to digital? No. Next. <laughs> I agree. Next. Digital is a, it's a backup plan more than anything. Yeah. It's naive as I am to this world. I, I don't think digital will never, ever, ever replace the economy of, of the, 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 the tangible, you know? I was going to interject and say, what are we watching it? Because, you know, really that is, that is what most people are doing at the moment is shit. How am I going to spend my, my time in isolation? What am I watching? What am I doing? I can tell you one thing that we have um, in this household are playing doom eternal at the moment. Excellent. If you um, hats off sort of ID. No, you, you scoff. What do you say? You scoffing? You don't like it? No, no I do. Uh, but, there's another game that came out the same day as Doom Eternal that I happen to get on board, and I'm, yeah. So that is uh, Wait, Animal yeah. Crossing. Animal <laughs> <laughs> Crossing, yes. That was that was a bit of discussion in this house. Doom, Animal Crossing. <laughs> well, well, I went Animal Crossing, and I'm ashamed to say that I'm putting in something like six, eight hours a day collecting shells. <laughs> it's in real time isn't it it is in real time so you it is it's in real time i can't wait until i'm on it like 11 30 at night to collect the stingray from the beach <laughs> like, i can't wait for speakman to tell us in november he didn't have time for flip kings should we say i don't know i don't know i'm not speaking out of term here but can it please be hold and uh, be on hold at the moment, Flipkins? I can't take that anxiety on top of everything else that's going on. <laughs> no. it's like, um, we're talking about digital. <laughs> I want to know. We're talking digital and physical at the moment, and Animal Crossing, for instance. I pulled out some weeds today on my island, and I sold <laughs> I them. Weed. 
<laughs> and got money. Yeah, so, man. like, am I doing flip kings? I got like something like 500 bells for my week. No, no, today. no, no. Digital currency <laughs> in flip kings. You can, you can use weeds to transact in flip kings, all right? It's, it's like, 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 do I have to box. buy the weeds first? <laughs> like, <laughs> so, so yes, yeah, so Animal Crossing. That we might look, continue. As, as you are, but our expectations will be moderated for any successes with Flip, King, Flip Kings at the moment, given oh, the look. situation. Let's all speak for ourselves. Oh. <laughs> oh, you're kicking ass, aren't you? You're kicking ass, you motherfucker. You are, you are, you are taking the <laughs> markets. You know how Nev said, Neville. don't panic, Sal. You are part of the problem, Neville. <laughs> He is. He told people, don't panic sell. He's actually a panic merchant and he's just <laughs> bought like four Holgate ones, you know, just so that people can have toilet paper. This is like, please don't panic sell, panic sell. <laughs> <laughs> I've just logged into eBay. I'm doing it right now. Yeah. Right. Uh, next, next, uh, next, next question. Next member question. <laughs> right. Who on the podcast is wearing pants? I am. What sort of pants? <laughs> The button is uh, buttons the off. <laughs> Speakman? That's just no, a table. No, that's just a table. Is that, is that pajamas? Pajama pants. I got pajama pants on. <laughs> he knew this question was coming. I just read it. I just read it. A lot of notes. I, I, I actually, um, I actually <laughs> like the picture that Neville put up the other day, where he's in like half suit, half jorts. <laughs> <laughs> I think let's not actually verbalize the fact that I'm not wearing pants on the podcast. You're well, not wearing pants. You're wearing <laughs> no, pants. we are. So, you know. <laughs> level of pants, though, for society, like being in public. So. It's been fun, guys. But I do think this is probably the way forward for the next few weeks or a few months or whatever. Whatever shall be, shall be. But um, I appreciate everyone listening. Leave listeners with something, say some words of wisdom. Well, let me just interject first. For every one, three pebbles you step on, one sticks to your foot. And we could do this again next week because uh, what else are we going to do, right? Yeah, yeah, what else are we going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, guys. I'm working from home, so let's do this. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Bye. And that is a wrap. Thanks again for listening. I'm going to leave you guys with Mars by Torrential Thrill. Have a ball, enjoy, and as always, provide a review, subscribe, follow, and provide us feedback. We'd love it. Thanks, guys.